as you turn your Bibles, amen, to St. Matthew, got a couple scriptures to read. You can take notes if you need to, but still listen that you don't get so distracted. Not, I don't have your attention as you take notes. Amen. I'm going to talk about tonight the making and the maturity of a servant of God. The making and maturity of a servant of God. We want you to turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22 and verse 14. Amen. You have that with you say amen. It says, for many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. Talking about the making and the maturity of a servant of God. Amen. When, when we get saved, when we first get saved, amen, we, we, we accept salvation. Amen. And salvation is a, it's a gift. It's nothing we work for. It's a gift. The Lord died on the cross for our sins that we would be saved. So we, when we uh, say yes to the Lord of his call, calling us to repentance. A lot of times people say, God called me to this, God called me to that. God don't call you to nothing first till he calls you to repentance. Repentance is first. He calls you to that and he calls you to salvation. Uh, he calls you to, uh, and um, he calls you to sanctification. That's, he does all that before he put ministry in you. Everybody understands that? He calls you to salvation and he calls you to sanctification. He calls you out of sin into his marvelous light. That's what he calls you to, to, to let go of those things, to, to, to leave those things of the world and come towards him. That's what being saved is about. And then as he works on us, the he, he develops us into and brings us forth in other areas in ministry. So, speaking right here, for many are called, amen. To be called is a, is a divine, amen, intervention, intervention, from the Lord. He's the one that calls us to salvation and to sanctification. Sanctification also means to be set apart. It's like it's not supposed to be just in in the in the uh, uh, it's just in a whole a big crowd or whether it's you you're set apart, you're set aside. I think sometimes we don't know what salvation is we thought people say we save I'm saved that I don't so I won't go to hell. But if that's all you have, that's all you understand, I'm saved that I won't go to hell, you might not stay saved long. It's more to the salvation. Salvation is sanctification. In other words, the things I used to do, I'm not doing them no more. And everything don't drop off all at once. If most the basic things should drop off. But there's other areas in our life we find that we need deliverance in. You still need to be delivered from things as you keep walking with God. So the making and maturity of a servant of God. For many are called, but few are chosen. When the, the word called is a, a call from God. A lot of people say, well, I'm called. First thing we'll say, I'm called to go preach. I'm called to do this. Call that. God does not call you to do none of that until he sanctifies sanctify you. And set you apart and work on you. Amen? Amen. You know, even when I got saved, I didn't go right into doing no ministry, nothing. 
it wasn't long when God started doing, doing things, but God was working on me first, amen? And so to be called of God is a divine intervention, and it's also when he calls us, he's calling us first to sanctification, to be set apart for the purpose of God. Not just to be set apart to look weird or queer, but you're set for a, a purpose. And I think that's what people don't understand. That's why they don't stay set apart the way they need. They don't understand why they feel like, well, God, I'm saved. I speak in tongues. I have to hold it because I'm going to heaven. But God did not just save you for that only. He saved you that you can help someone else. That's why we're, we're saved that we can help other people. We're not just saved just for ourselves. Because he said, let your life so shine. Let your light shine. The men will see your good works. And glorify the Father in heaven. He wants us to be that example, amen, to this world. Amen. It says, okay. It says the, the title of this lesson again is the making and maturity of a servant of God. Uh, making is a, is a process. Making and this making, it's not just make. M-A-K-E is M-A-K-I-N-G. So a continuation of being made. Everybody in here is yet being made. I'm yet being made. It's a making of a servant of God. Some people have come along further along the other, maybe than others. And it depends on whenever God gets ready to use them. That's when he gets ready to use them. Amen. And making is a process. It's a forming. It's developing. It's shaping. It's working. Amen. And it's doing all that to produce fruit, to produce what God wants out of you. That he can do something with you. Amen. Maturity is being mature. Full develop. Not half develop. Full develop. God wants us fully develop. Amen. Because uh, we're going to be confronted with many, many things. And we have to be developed that we won't collapse under the load. So maturity that's a process. It's just like a child. You just go just to a baby. A baby that's born in the, in the world, the baby got to grow. It's, it's got to grow through different channels, different stages, until it gets older from an adolescent on up to a young man, young, young woman. They're going through different states. That's where we are in, in the Lord. It takes a while to learn God's ways. You don't learn them overnight. I've, I've been saved maybe about 40 years. I, the Lord didn't use me even uh, outside of our, our church ministry. Uh, I've just been pastor. I've been pastoring like 11 years. I've been saved 40 years. Giving you a good uh, example. Which I know God, he's going to do a quick word and cut it short and write it. So that means all that time was not wasted. God was preparing me for what I'm doing now. It's a process. And you have to, it's like you own the powder's wheel. You go through this, you go through that, you learn this, you learn that. You learn things from the things you go through. Amen. And it makes you mature you. So when God, he knows you're ready, not when you think you're ready. We're never ready when we think we're ready. We're only ready when God say we're ready. When he say, and most people, God say they're ready and they say they're not. Some people don't, I don't want to be, don't put me in a spotlight, don't do n nothing with me, I, I, I'm fine the way I am. And God said, no, you, you need to move out. So most people, that it's real, um, that's real 
urgent about I want to go do something from the Lord, most time they, God's not calling them to run do nothing for Him. They need to be made. The ones that don't want to do anything, this one, they, they're the ones most time God pushing for. Because they're mature, more mature than they think they are. Amen. Amen. Maturity is can't continue going through things and you don't you don't bail out every time something happens. You don't fall out the race. You, you as it get rough, you might have tears or whatever. You might have to crawl, whatever, but you just keep going. That's maturity. You don't quit every time something happens. Amen. And um and when you're not you don't manipulate you can't manipulate manipulate God either. And we can't manipulate one another. It's like tit for tat. If you don't do this, like you know how babies do, if you don't give me this milk, I'm going to fall out and cry. I learned a long time ago that you can't move. God's not going to move. You can move no faster if you do that. You're going to end up taking that same test over and over till you grow up. You know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't used to say it with my mouth, but I used to like, but sometimes we can get a drawback spirit. See, I, I can't talk about, I wouldn't be able to talk about stuff unless I done been through something. We can get a drawback spirit when we get through, go through hard things. We drawback spirit means like, I don't, I won't, I'm not saying I'm drawing back, but I'm slacking up with stuff. Because I, I, don't, I don't like this, what I'm going through. And we can have an attitude with God. We can have an attitude with people. And everything, that's signs of immaturity. And if God would take us in another area and do different other things for us, in that state, we would be destroyed because we're not made. He, he puts someone in our life, you know, we won't make it. He, he blesses us with something that we never had before. We won't make it. We, we're, not, we're not mature and developed enough to, to, to be able to hold things. So it takes, um, it don't take forever, but it takes as long as you let God work on you. That's what it really, it don't take, you know, I want to tell you that it took me 40, already 40 years. It, 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 you know, it, and it depends on what God is calling you to do. He's calling you to do something great. It's gonna, you're going to take a while to be made because he's not going to have you out there leading a mob of people. And, and, and leading, I don't care if it's a mob of people. I don't care if it's two or three people. Those are souls. You're leading people. Amen. You have influence. When you're a leader, you have influence over people. And if, you have the, if you're not developed the way you need or you have the wrong influence, you're going to lead people to hell. You can lead people the right way or you can lead people the wrong way. But you, that's why a lot of leaders they're gonna get they find themselves in trouble with God. And a lot of people, leaders, and I pray, Lord, I never distract and do nothing that's not in God's will because they're gonna be the first one down down there trying to get out of hell. Cause you done let a group of folks follow you. That's why I tell people read your words yourself. Stop lifting up everything you hear, lapping it up. Don't you don't if you if it's not the Bible, it's not the word, somebody tell you something this that I think and all that, drop that stuff. You found the spirit spirit of air. I found out even myself, even as I start pastoring everything, some stuff I used to hear, I don't think it was deliberately said, but a lot of cliches people say stuff. I've hunted, 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 I ain't never found it. You have to study. And show yourself approved on God so you won't be deceived. You don't follow people, follow God. 
Don't follow people. Follow God and, 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 you know, let him lead you the right way. Amen. Through our tests and trials, we don't care for them and we don't like them. But that's what is going to make you a, a true man or a true woman of God. That's what's going to mature you. Amen. So, amen. We talked about making um, the making and maturity of a servant of God. Amen. After God began to make us and mature us, then we become to be become to be a servant. A servant is someone that performs duties for another. It's a helper, a support. God can depend on you and rely on you. I don't care what kind of gift that you have in your life. If you don't have character built with the gift, your gift can you you can be a disaster. You can you can be disaster. I don't care if you know Genesis to Revelation, but you have no character. That you know, that's like people they got all kind of gifts. They know how to do this and do that. And some people don't even know how to talk to people. Some people, you know, uh uh are not friendly. Uh, some people, you know, they, they have other stuff that people don't even want to be around. But they they're so be so smart. God don't God don't is not gonna use us like that. God's going to have us to be humble. He said, if you humble yourself, I would raise you up. I would exalt you. It's a lot of people seeking for recognition nowadays, especially since the pandemic. They're trying to get it in all kinds of ways. Go virtue here. Don't do that. See me, see me, see me. That's all right. Because at the end of the day, like the brother was saying when I was listening today, at the end of the day, when you have your personal trial and test, you're going to see the real you. Can you get through that? People can talk a game. can talk this way, that way, and everything. <laughs> Somebody, uh, Peter said, uh, oh, Lord, I, I never deny you. <laughs> we learn from the Bible. He said, I, I never deny you. You don't never say what you won't do because you don't know some things about you. you know, he's, and before the, Jesus told him, now he told him, yes, you're going to deny me. And he felt so bad. He didn't listen to, to, to the, to, to, to the uh, Son of God. He didn't listen to him. He thought, oh, no, I got this. Up. You never say what you won't do. You don't know what you would do. You just say, Lord, I pray that I don't. That's how I pray. It's like I don't even... Even though I, I've been walking with God a little bit, I don't say, I'm, I'm can't do it, I'm not going to do it. I said, Lord, I hope I don't. I pray that I don't. I pray that you help me. Amen. So, developing and maturity, amen. You got to be nice to people when they're not nice to you. You don't have to let them be a roadmap, uh, a carpet for you and walk on you. You, you, can, you don't have to put yourself in harm's way, but you, but you have to ask God to help you. To be nice when you don't want to be nice. Amen. The making all these uh, signs of maturity of a servant of God. Amen. And it's in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3. Because if you mature, you'll be able to hold your weight. No matter what go on, you'll be able to hang in there. If you're not mature, you're going to collapse. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. And it says, 16 and 17. It said, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. 
It said all scripture is given by the, by the inspiration of God. And it is profitable or it's good for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished into all good works. Amen. The word of God is good for instruction. Amen. How you know the, the word of God, amen, will instruct you. It'll reprove you. It'll correct you. People get mad at the pastor. They get mad. At, uh, they, they preaching against me. Or preaching. That's the word. The word of when you try to walk right and please God, and you and there's no word that should be ever too hard for you. It might not feel good. There's some messages where you feel like you can jump over pews. Thank you, Jesus, for that word. And some messages you feel like you you need a whole box of band-aids to bandage yourself all over. Because that same word that comes to to cut off, it comes to cut off things that God don't want on us. And the same, we take it in, the same word will heal you. Amen. All scripture is given by the, it says it's given by the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine and reproof. Amen. It's profitable for doctrine and reproof. Reproof is rebuke, reprimand, or correct. Reproof doesn't feel good. That means that you reprove your child. That means you're going to get on your child, correct your child, or put that child on the punishment, or, 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 or chastise that child some type of way. You're going to correct what needs to be correct. That this is never feel good, but it's good for you. Amen. And it says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it's profitable. It's good for doctrine, for reproof, and for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished into all good works. Amen. To be thoroughly means to be careful about doing something in an accurate and exact way. And we don't do things for the Lord any kind of way. We don't do stuff sloppy. We make sure that we're on the right track, especially when we, amen, are trying to instruct somebody else. Amen. Furnished means to be equipped, to be supplied with whatever is needed. Amen. So, the scriptures, uh, we're saved, you know, by grace, but we have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. We have to work it out. Amen. And we are clean through the word. Nothing else can clean us. Nothing else can Get, keep your soul on track or keep it cleansed but the word of God. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I won't sin against thee. I don't care if somebody tell you, don't do this, don't do that. This is not going to help you like the word. The word is a cleanser. It would keep you walking. That's why the devil don't want people to read the word because the word cleanses you. It's the word is it has light. It will show you you. It will show you what you are and will show you what you're not. Amen. That's what the word will do. Amen. And it says, um, we'll turn to First Peter. First Peter chapter one. 
and verse 14 and 16. Still talking about the making and maturity of a servant of God. And like I said earlier, maturity depends on you. Maturity depends on you. It's just like you in a class. If you, you're in school, you're in a class. It depends on you if you're going to graduate. It depends on you if you're going to study. It depends on you if you're going to get the lesson. It depends on you. That's what maturity gives. Some people it takes all their life to almost to, to get out of here to get mature in God. Some people get get it what they need to get it and move up and God does things with them. It depends on the individual. Amen. Being mature in God, you have to listen to things when you don't want to listen to things. You got to take in things when you don't want to, especially if, so, if God is the one speaking it. Amen. If God's the one speaking, you got to take what they, uh, what they say in the world, construct, constructive criticism, so to speak. If, some, if God, you, somebody points something out to you, and that's the way it is, you, 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 you don't, if you don't not open to receive it, you are not going to grow. It's going to stunt your growth. You will not grow. You'll be in that same place for however how long. And to the devil, this if God don't have mercy, move you out of the way. Amen. Verse, uh, chapter 1 and verse 14. It said, as, as obedient children... Not fashioning, not fashioning yourselves according to the form of lust in your ignorance. In other words, it's saying, God, he wants us to be obedient. You know, the Lord don't care if you're 100 years old. He don't care if you're 100 plus. If you live, he still expects obedience out of you. It's just like even myself. I, I'm grown. You're grown. But I got enough sense enough to know that God respect obedience out of me. If I get through preaching and teaching, I have to obey it just like you do. I can't get around it. I got to humble, humble myself. What it means to humble yourself is submit your will, submit yourself, your ideas. It's like submit yourself unto the Lord. Submit yourself to, to those that he put up. Submit yourself. Humble yourself. And you will be blessed. You humble yourself even when you're on your job, and you know, you know these people. Maybe they not they you're, they're your supervisor stuff, but they they're not saved like you're saved. But they don't maybe they don't know how to talk to you, or they don't they, uh, know how to do this. You talk, go tell God about that. God still don't want you to get and tell them off. He will not honor that. God don't want you, like I said, I think one time, if you got parents and they're, they, uh, they say they, nobody, I'm saying nobody here has parents, but like that, but I'm just saying if, if you have, if a person had a parent and that parent was the biggest drunk out there on the street, God don't want that, that child going cussing out their parent because he has protocol. He said, honor your parents that your days may be long on the face of the earth. You know, um, I was thinking about, um, and y'all probably seen, I just want to elaborate on that. I don't know too much about the rapper Snoop Dogg. 
<laughs> I won't preach preach about him tonight, but the part that I've I, I seen about him, I, I don't know. I wasn't looking. I don't know too much about him. I've heard of him, but I never listened to any you know thing because I don't know too much about him. But I've gotten to, uh, I've listened to this his, his mother passed, and they and he was uh, they had uh, I was just kind of going through uh, the YouTube yesterday, and that was one like who was that? And they and uh, they. They say she was an evangelist or something, uh, his mother. So I was trying, that's what kind of, I kind of stopped trying to see who that was. And, I mean, I, I, I seen that, and I said, you know, uh, it seemed like that, you know, he seemed like he was real close to his mother, it sounded like, from the way he was talking. He's, and and he, you know, you can tell he, he was really, I mean, he I'm sure that was hard for him, but he was really close to his mother, and his mother, she, she was still was, was stand her ground, whatever she believed and say, and he respected that. He might not his life be different, but he respected that. That stuck with me, you know. They had a lot of stuff on there concerning. I just listened to it, and and she was saying, she said, "I'm the same," you know, all the way to her death, you know. And he just took care of her so beautifully. Before it showed where he had her house. Uh, we done. He had a lot. He took her. He took. He honored his mother a lot. He took very. He said they were very close. He took. He took very good care of her before and after she left here. If y'all get to see it, it was just really. And it really. I said, Lord, get a hold of him. You know, I would think, of Lord, get a, get a hold of him because he would. He have. You can see he learned some. He knows some things about the Lord from his mother, and he was letting you know I'm not. You know, there yet where I need to be. But he was repeating the things that she told him in the Lord. And, uh, you know, and I, I think I've said, you honor your parents. You honor and respect them. And your days will be long on the face of faith. This is a generation where curse their parents out. This is a generation do not honor nothing, no one. This, this is a crooked and perverse generation. It, it's, it's, uh, I remember a long time ago, we say, yes, ma'am, uh, respectful, you know, we, yes, respect our elders and everything. This generation don't do that. That's why you, if you notice, you got a lot, lot more uh, of this generation down at an earlier age than they had a long time ago. Y'all, y'all get that? It's a, it was not, when we was coming up, we lived long to, lived out, look at some of us. We are now 60, 70 years old. This generation has been cut off very early. They, they, they don't honor God, they don't honor their parents or nothing. You know, and uh, it's, it's terrible. And their days is getting cut short, short, short. I was in Shoppers World the other day, last week. Uh, I think Saturday, uh, and uh, some the little little boys was going past there. They was Caucasian, and uh, I heard the security guard uh, uh, was saying, "We'll catch up with you." Some, and they was just uh, whatever they was trying to do. And the other guy said, "He said, yeah, they they don't want nobody to tell them anything and, they, and, and everything. They say they, had, they went out there and did something to one of the employees' car, did something." And I said, uh, they're young, very young. They're doing all kind of stuff. Then they want to know why they get cut off. They, their parents want to know, oh, my child. And you're like sister was preaching, that your child was at the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong thing. Going to be cut short in your, in your tracks. Disrespecting God and respecting law and order. Now, I really realize we're living in a time, I'm going to get far from here, that, that, we, uh, that the law is not, they're not right either. Some of them are not right, but there's no excuse. 
If you train your child, bring your child up in the way it should go. The Bible says when it gets old, it will not depart. And you bring your child up the right way. Amen. Respect dignities. We respect dignities. God wouldn't be pleased with me if I just go and disrespect somebody out there in their leadership or, or something like that. God wouldn't be pleased with me. He don't care nothing about me being a pastor. He said, what, what I say to one, I say to all. He wants me to respect and let God take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. I'm, I'm like that. And I said, Lord, would you take care of that because I don't want to get out your will. And say nothing or do nothing. Would you take care of that for me? Amen. Amen. So it says obedient children, not fashioning ourselves. Fashioning means to not conforming yourself to the world. The Bible said, Be be not of this of the world. Be transformed. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. When we say we say we don't supposed to do the things. Uh, uh, that the world do, and I'm not saying we. I mean, we eat, drink, and we 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 do the other stuff. But I'm talking about the the bad things, the things that we we're not supposed to participate in. That, amen. But not say we say be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of not fashion ourselves. Uh, as obedient children, not fashion yourself according to the lust, uh, according to the form of lust in your ignorance. That means the lust means your desires, the things that you used to do, not conforming yourself, going back there, doing what you used to do in your ignorance. And when they say in your ignorance, it's not, it's not really, it's just saying lack of knowledge. It's not just saying you're stupid. It's saying because you have no knowledge of what you're, you should be doing, you're going back, picking up stuff that you shouldn't be picking up. Don't go back that way. Don't fashion yourself. We don't live like people that don't have God in their life. We don't, we don't live... Uh, I, I, we live to serve the Lord. When you have God in your life, that's what you live to serve the Lord. When you don't have God in your life, you live for you. That's not what you're supposed to, but you live for you. Everything is about you. And it says, but as, but uh, verse 15, but as he, who's, who's he, God? But as he which have called you is holy, God is holy. It says, so be ye holy in all manner conversation. And the conversation here is, is, is talk, but it's not only just talk. It's your mannerism. It's your behavior. It's your conduct. You have to just say, well, I talk about Jesus all the time my conversation. It's the way you conduct yourself, the way you carry yourself. Your mannerism. People, somebody's watching you all the time. Well, you ask them, say, don't, you say, well, don't be watching me. <laughs> They're going to be, God, we, we're in the world. But the Bible said, we're the lights, we're the lights in the world. It said, don't let your light be hid under a bush. Don't have, take, a light, uh, take your light and put it under a bushel. Amen. So we're the light of the world. Uh, Jesus, he was the light of the world. We're the light of the world now. And, and don't let your light be hid. Don't hide it under a bushel. This world is dark. They need to see a light. People need to know uh, to know something, hear something about the Lord. They hear about some so much about so much other stuff. They need to know that there is a way out. There is hope. That Jesus is the answer to the world today. It's the answer. I was some something I was looking at or something, and I said, Lord. Oh, that that person needs the Lord. Oh, they need the Lord. Some people, they 
you know, they're in a state of mind. They might not even know they need the Lord. That's the, we, we, we know. How many know you need the Lord? I know I need the Lord. Amen. I, I know I need the Lord. Amen. I used to, before I got saved, I was just like, well, my parents were saved and stuff. I'm like, well, I ain't ready really to get saved. You know, I thought, you know, I got saved when I was like 24 years old. Like, I'm, I ain't ready to get saved. I, uh, them people, they, you know, they got to wear this, they got to do this. Back then, they did have a lot of, some, some of us complain about stuff now, but if you was back in the day, <laughs> this ain't nothing. You, you, you say hallelujah. You can do hallelujah dance right now. It ain't nothing like it was in the day because they had a lot of heavy tradition. You were red, you're going to hell. Use the devil's tongue and everything else. They had all kind of stuff. It wasn't biblical. It wasn't Bible. And we, you know, like, we think, we think if we wear something that ain't looking like the world, we, we swear. Honey, you was back then, then you can really say you were square if you was back then. I don't think I dress square. What about you? You think you dress square? You're going to dress the way your mindset say. I by some of y'all didn't say nothing. Maybe you think you're square. I don't. Amen. I don't. I, I think, you know, I think the Lord, he has you to be, um, he said, adorn yourself. Amen. With a meek and quiet spirit, in other words, of God, that's an ointment, that's a that's a uh, blessing before the Lord. He show he'll show you how to dress. He'll show you how to conduct yourself. He'll show you how to do that. As there won't be no strain and stress on you either, because you out to please the Lord and say be. But as he is have which, but as he which have called you is holy. God's the one that called us. So be holy in all manner of conversation or mannerism or conduct or behavior because it is written, be holy for I am holy. God is saying, I'm holy and I want you to be holy. And, and it's more than just talking in the conversation. It's more, it's more to it than just dressing like you're holy because you can dress like you're holy and be the biggest devil there is. So it it it, it don't it, it it starts from the inside, but the inside really it will work on the outside. Amen. You, the Holy Ghost comes to lead and to guide. So I believe that I'm just about done. Yeah, I am. Amen. I'm done. In other words, the making and maturity of a servant of God. Amen. Sometimes it takes a, a while for us to be made because. We probably couldn't stand the pressure.